Hi folks, Chris Foss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Uh, today was a very uh, solemn day where uh, George Floyd, a man who uh, we hope has changed the world, um, who has uh, called probably the most attention to Black Lives Matter than probably anyone else can. Sadly, he martyred his life for that, not by his choice either. Um, and uh, we found out uh, yesterday that the three remaining officers of the four the first one was uh, initially charged, have now all been charged, uh, and the uh, third-degree murder charge that was put up against uh, the first officer who knelt on George Floyd's neck, uh, he was upgraded from third-degree murder to second-degree murder. Um, very interesting times. I'm hoping that uh, um, there was a beautiful uh, memorial service for his burial uh, that was done today. A lot of uh, African American religious leaders the, and uh, other dignitaries were at it to show their respects. Um, it's been moving to see how uh, the whole world has rallied behind what's gone on because uh, what's interesting is racism isn't just an American brand. Uh, evidently, um, not evidently, factually, actually, um, there is racism across all spheres of the planet and um it's an issue that many people feel we need to deal with you know it's it to me um i i lived under the fantasy that we'd uh cross some bridges and fix some things uh, i knew we weren't perfect but putting obama in office having a black president that everyone respected who acted uh in an ethical manner um, you know, we certainly didn't see any <laughs> sort of criminal corruption and crap we're seeing with the Trump administration. Holy crap. It's like we, it's like we let a prison cell into the, into the white house after Brock left. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, you, you don't know what you have until it's gone and now everyone's crying for Brock to come back. I, I'd love to have him back as the president again, please, please rock, come back that, or I'd be fine with, uh, any other black president, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a solemn day. It's a day when we all need to recognize, and I think this week has hopefully made everyone recognize that something needs to be done. These these uh, uh, folks that are African American and other uh, minorities experience uh, a bias, discrimination, racism. They have to worry about things that you or I don't have to worry about uh, if you're white. And that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not American. Uh, the, they said in the Constitution that freedom is supposed to be for everyone. This is a right for all Americans. And I find it disgusting that if anybody in this nation has to live in fear, fear of the police, you know, people in, a, in Iraq had to live with the, live with the fear of secret police. Uh, you can name uh, Gaddafi's country, uh, Lib Libya, you know, they had secret police would drag you off and and uh, take you to a gulag somewhere and torture you and you'd be lucky if you left with all your body parts and your family ever saw you again most times they just became graves in and of themselves if you remember when they liberated um uh, libya from Gaddafi, uh and this is very scary what's going on we've seen just more fascism authoritarian rule from the trump administration uh this week uh to 
make things even worse, we saw Trump hiding his bunker like the coward that he is. And once again, he emerged to blame all the governors. Like, you guys need to be running the country. Why aren't you guys running the country better? It's like, holy shit, dude. Do you even understand that you're the president? I mean, the only part he seems to understand is, uh, oh, I have a little power. I can do whatever I want. So um, even worse today, the they have put out a unnamed army uh, around Washington DC and they're setting up a huge perimeter. It's almost like it's almost like Trump's setting up his own imperial city around DC. The mayor of DC is like, what the hell is going on? This is our city and you're just taking it over with fences. There is an army, a military army that no one knows where they came from or who they represent, or who they report to, and they won't give any details of it. And if that doesn't sound like the fucking secret police to you, we have a problem. You know what's interesting to me is, and then to see Donald Trump for a Bible photo op, tear gas Americans, and tear gas Americans to clear a pass so that he could walk over, um was the most despicable authoritarian fascist thing I think I have probably ever seen in America. It was so incredulous. It was, it was, uh, it was nuts. And then to watch him trying to hold a Bible. I mean, I haven't held the Bible in about 20 years, but I've held a lot of books. I think I know how to hold a book. And they even asked him, they go, is that your Bible, sir? He goes, it's a Bible. Clearly, he doesn't even read the Bible, care about the Bible, or have a Bible for that matter. If he does, it's a prop for his office so he can tell people when the uh, pre preachers come by, like, hey, I belong to the thing. But we are having some our, our rights infringed upon that we need to be careful with. The White House is the people's house. It's referred to that because it is the people's house. The people like Trump or any other president who's been there is elected and given the pleasure of our choice in majority to reside in that home for the four or eight years. Um, but it's the people's house. We pay for it. Our, that is our tax money. It's interesting to me that that uh, uh, you see these, uh, you, you hear from all these militia and gun rights people, they're like, if the government tries to repress us or take over or take away our rights, we'll rise up with our guns. Well, guess what? You haven't seen them motherfuckers anywhere around the riots and protests and stuff when the police have been out. It's just been crazy to me. You would think the police would go, okay, so all these riots got started because we were abusive to somebody. And you keep seeing all these images on Twitter, all these videos on Twitter of more police being abusive. It's like one sergeant marching through his uh, riot gear gang going, remember, don't kill him, but just hit him hard. And you're like, this is Americans you're talking about. This is American people and and what they're doing. And so what are you doing? Um, and so it's just been disgusting to see some of the things that have gone on. If you've been following on Twitter and seeing all the stuff over there, it's been pretty uh, shocking and uh, inappropriate in so many ways, especially just making the riots worse, making people more angry. Uh, the president has done nothing to defuse the situation. It's just been uh, horrible and awful and, and just reinforced the fact that uh, the George Floyd murders, um, other murders of African-Americans, it just compounds it and just makes it glaring enough to go, you know what, this, this clearly is a problem. 
for you folks. So there you have it. Um, and um, more and more, hopefully it's affecting Trump's numbers. Hopefully it's affecting African-Americans that are still supporting Trump that see him as uh, some sort of uh, messiah. Um, I'm hoping they start waking up. These people don't care, but even then on TikTok and and Instagram, I've seen people that are right-wing Christian African-Americans who clearly support Trump uh, bashing the Black Lives Matter, which, uh, and, and they have all these reasons that you listen to, and you're just like, what you're saying is completely insane. Um, because what Black Lives Matter is addressing is the racism factor the factor of racism. And so they claim all this stuff like, well, black people kill black people. So, uh, you know, why don't they fix that first? Well, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, black people are, if, if there are certain black people killing other black people, much of it is done because of, and I'm not saying all of it, but much of it is done because we've kept these folks in, in slums and ghettos and everything else. We prejudice them and, and, and discriminate against them. Uh, so they, they don't have the same sort of opportunities. Hell, if you recently look at what's going on with COVID-19, zip codes and stuff, minorities are impacted the worst by it. Um, and so because of it, there, there's drug use, there's infighting and everything else. And, and so by creating a situation where people are poor and they're trying to get by and they have to fight for everything they get with each other, doesn't help the situation at all. We need to raise everyone up. And then we point at those problems and go, we'll see what they do. Well, we're the, we're the ones that put it in there. It's like when people complain about how people do badly on the reservations. Well, we killed their whole freaking families and threw them on a reservation. Like, so it's their fault now? Anyway, it's been interesting these people uh, bashing, these African-Americans bashing Black Lives Matter. Um, a lot of what they say is nonsensical. Um, you know, basically, um, <laughs> if, 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 uh, it, I don't know. The element is, uh, let's say you're doing a drug deal, okay? Uh, so someone's doing a drug deal with someone else, um, and they shoot each other over it. Well, that happens on black and white people uh, alike. Um, but <laughs> but if you're shooting or killing someone over racism, you just don't like the color of their skin, that's a very different thing. That's a very different thing, especially when it's coming from a position of authority or power, which the police department is. So... Um, it's one thing <laughs> you should be, there should be able to be people in this world. you trust the, the your politicians, the police, <laughs> that might be good. If, if, if the people can't trust the police, we reach a banana Republic sort of thing. So anyway, it's interesting to see all of what's going on and how it's going on, but it is good that we're having the discussion and that we are realizing and witnessing the pain and the anger and the uh, voices of those who feel downtrodden, who feel repressed, who feel discriminated against, and rightly so, because I th any honest person can say that that is true, that there have been, they, these folks have been discriminated against, these people have been targeted. I don't have to worry about being pulled over by a police officer. In fact, if the police officer is white, I can tell you that I know in my mind I will probably get off. Now, I've been poor. 
And I've seen what it's like to get traffic tickets you can't pay, to get warrants that you can't pay on top of tickets that you can't pay. I went through the whole thing when I was a kid. I would get speeding tickets and all sorts of stupid traffic violations. I was broke. I was a stupid poor kid. I couldn't pay them. Then I get warrants. And then I, you know, then I get threats of jail and being picked up and everything else. And it just makes it worse. And so you, you can't ever get ahead or out from the rock just because you can't afford to, uh, you know, get your turn signal fixed or your registration fixed or something like that. Suddenly you're in jail and, and, uh, you owe thousands of dollars over something that is so trivial. It's not even funny. Um, so anyway, uh, that's where we're at a crazy week, crazy, uh, freaking week. Uh, I, all I can say is I need, everybody needs to go vote. I mean, these, these protests are great. The people need to speak out, say their message. They need to vent their anger. They need to show the world what, what is going on. We need to raise a light to it. We need to make our, the one thing that's good about it is it has showed our politicians that, holy shit, we got to do something about this. We got to quit screwing around. We got to actually pass some laws. And that's what needs to come out of this. We need to pass better laws uh, for police departments. Now, I do believe that most all police are good. There's a couple bad apples as there are in any bunch, but the bad apples are the ones who make it the worst. But there are certain things that need to change. Uh, police unions need to have their contracts changed. If you read police union contracts, um, these people, these police officers can get away with just about anything. And if they do get fired, finally, after uh, so much um, stuff that a city has to go through to get rid of them, they can easily just go to another city that will hire them. It's extraordinary. Um, and the contracts that they have make it almost impossible to get rid or fire bad agents. They also need to make it better so that uh, agents feel or police officers feel better about turning each other in. They need to get the bad apples out more. Uh, there needs to be, instead of the blue line, there needs to be more community representation, community oversight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would even, you know, if I, if I was the police department or a police commissioner, I'll create more community oversight boards to work with the community because that is the job of the police officer to serve and defend. The other thing I think needs to change, and there's been a lot of people talking about this, and we saw this with the Bush administration where they brought back all this armory equipment from the military in Iraq. And they literally, you know, sold it for pennies on the dollar to these police departments. And the police departments went from being police departments to these, these fucking, um, you know, fortunes of, of war, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're basically playing war. And then we saw like in places like Ferguson, um, they, they were turning war machines onto American people. And this is, this is bullshit. Okay. I don't want to see police officers that look like American soldiers. There's a reason that we have laws in this country that, uh, American soldiers, uh, the people from our military cannot, uh, engage with the American public. There's a reason. It's so that we don't end up like a banana public or a third world country, a country in Egypt where suddenly you see that the military takes over. There's a reason for all this, but we need to change these rules with police officer to give them more opportunity to speak up 
to turn in bad officers, but also this militarization bullshit needs to stop. Now, I get the argument where they said, well, we just want, you know, uh, somebody in Timbuktu, backwoods, uh, Mississippi, to if there's ever like a high class terrorist that comes in there, they can deal with them. Well, the odds of that are pretty fucking nil. And it doesn't take much to just be able to deal with a terrorist and some guns than to have a full fucking military gear. You're not fighting an army. You're usually fun. You know, we saw in the Boston Marathon, it was just three fucking stupid kids. They didn't have to chase them. It was dangerous and everything else, but they didn't need a fucking army to get those kids. They just went and got them. Um, and so this needs to stop because one of the problems is it teaches the attitude of these policemen that they're these fortunes of fucking war motherfuckers, that they're these soldiers uh, and that's not how it works. Okay. American soldiers go off and defend the country and fight for the country and kill for the country. Uh, the police, their job is to serve and defend. We get back to what that means and what that's about and how to take abuses out of the system, uh, and people that abuse out of the system and it needs to stop being a privilege. Um, so that's that's my feeling on it. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, people uh, today. We saw or last night we saw Jim Mattis speak out for the first time. That was extraordinary. Uh, he's a uh, uh, rightly so rec uh, recognized, uh, decorated war leader, army, military, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, we saw him speak out against the Trump administration. More and more, I think people are leaving the Republican Party, are leaving Trump. Um, Snapchat actually quit featuring uh, Donald Trump on their thing. They used to have a feature for it. They have taken and done that uh, to remove him. Twitter has also removed featuring him and put uh, warnings on his tweets. Uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg have still not come to that conclusion. That's what they should do, which is a damned freaking shame. Uh, and I'm calling for his resignation, and I hope he will. Uh, and a lot of former employees and employees are blasting Mark Zuckerberg for that. But to see, to see the White House bunkerized, to see protesters tear gassed uh, for a Bible photo op, I mean, a peaceful protesters, and, and ironically, uh, the preachers, uh, the pastors for that church were in that crowd with the protesters. They were beaten back and tear gassed by their own, from their own church so that that jerk can take a photo op in front of it. That is not appropriate in any way, shape, or form. So uh, I, I encourage everyone, if you're angry about Black Lives Matter, if you're angry and protesting, if you've taken the time to go out and protest or you've been raging about it online, I mean, a lot of us have been doing that because of COVID-19, and, and frankly, I'm just not in that best of shape. But if you've been out there doing that, do the right thing and register to vote. The dumbest, motherfucking, stupidest thing you could ever do is be out there protesting and not register to vote and show up in November. If you don't do that, you are the dumbest idiot in the world. Like, basically everything you said you believed in doesn't mean shit. Because you didn't put your vote behind it. And our uh, good president, uh, President Obama, uh, was on, did some uh, video chats, and even said the same thing. Get out and vote. Register to vote. 
if you're not on them, if you're if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And if you don't vote, you are on the menu. And that's what's happened with the Trump administration. The Trump administration has dissolved all the different uh, rules and Justice Department agreements that the his Justice Department had gone after with Obama, had gone after like with Ferguson to, to try and weed out racism, to, to get accountability in there. Trump has disabled all that. That's why we're having these problems. That's why these guys think they can do whatever they want. Trump has said he's a rule of law president. He's even made speeches so like, go ahead and bash their head when you put them in the car. And then you wonder why there's a police officer kneeling on the neck, chest, and 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 uh, lungs. There was three of them kneeling on that dude, crushing every thing in his body. If you did that to me, I'd probably have a back crush. I wouldn't be able to walk anymore. Uh, I mean, I'm not in that good of shape. Um, but you know, I don't have to worry about that happening to me because I know I'm white, and that's a goddamn shame. That there should be nobody in this earth that has to sweat. When a police officer pulls them over, I'm more worried about getting a ticket. That's my biggest thing. Oh God, I'm going to get a ticket. I'm going to have to pay 150 bucks for some, some odd, some odd. That's all anybody should have. This revenue law bullshit where they, where they pull people over and people that are poor who can't afford to fix their car or or do things, uh, just making them poor is just epically stupid just so cities can have revenues so they can buy more cops to put on the roads, they can harass more people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, last time I checked, I know a lot of people that um, have had robberies where stuff's been broken into and stolen. They can't ever get cops to follow up on that. Uh, Murders seem to be the number one thing cops follow up on. But this whole pulling people over for bullshit has got to stop because all it does is prey on poor people, quotas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the, the other thing is too, is it gives the racist cops something to do. So the racist cop sees an African American young guy driving around with his windows down, listens to some music. And he decides that he's going to, he's going to make him, uh, you know, he's going to get his rocks off because he's a racist. So this has got to stop. Uh, our rights are being trampled upon. Rights are being trampled upon. When you see the president and William Barr, who's overseeing this, is okaying this. I mean, this is some banana republic shit where they are having a secret private army set up around Washington, D.C. They're setting up a huge, a huge gate walled off system. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because, oh, my God, president's scared. He needs to be protected more. Holy shit. There's like a turret. It's probably more than one, but I know there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a turn on top of the White House. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's designed up there. I know there's, uh, snipers and shooters that are on that, on the roof. I'm pretty sure that if uh, a lot of people made a charge at that White House, that, uh, they'd be turned back pretty quick. Uh, so, and that, that White House is designed and fortified to, to, uh, you know, defend itself if it needs to like a castle so um (laughs) to put these huge walls around you know all that means is that trump just doesn't want to hear or see the protesters he wants everyone to think he's glorious and good and he doesn't want to see or hear any of the problems of course the clergy rebuked trump for uh what he did with the bible thing um and uh it's just insane so um Hopefully, now that, uh, respectfully, George Floyd has uh, been laid to rest, and hopefully soon his 
his uh, his rights and that were taken from him. The justice will have its day in court. Um, I'm kind of afraid to see what happens if he's not, if they don't convict these four men or they get off. We saw what happened in L.A. with the Rodney King beating, what happened there. And uh, with the volume of, of outpouring of anger, uh, heartbrokenness, um, I think it would be even worse if these guys got off. But that might be two to three years down the line. And hopefully uh, Biden is president then. And I hope to hell that whoever is the next attorney general goes after William Barr, goes after Donald Trump and all these things, not for anything, but other than what they did that was corrupt, illegal and abusive in the eyes of the government, because we can't have this happen ever again uh, with our next president, uh, whatever Trump, Donald Trump can't win again. Can you imagine what the next four years are going to be like? If this is what the first four years are going to be like, Trump doesn't even need to get reelected. He's, he, he, he doesn't care now. Like He doesn't even have to care if he gets reelected. And he's going to go all out on whatever the fuck he wants to do. And he's not going to give a shit about Republicans. He's not going to give a shit about anything. In fact, he's going to probably try and figure out a way to make himself king just like Putin does. And the Chinese prime minister, or Chinese, uh, um, I forget his name, but the head of the, the China, head of China, uh, who pretty much uh, they passed laws to make him basically king for as long as he wants. So anyway, this needs to stop. Fortunately, we're seeing a collapse in the Senate races of uh, support for the GOP. Uh, now there's rumors today that Ohio and Iowa may be in play, even Texas. Biden is mashed up with Donald Trump, which is crazy because Texas is a pretty red state, as in Iowa and whatever. It looks like definitely uh, Arizona is a loss of the Senate race to uh, Sally McSally. Uh, you can't beat an astronaut, uh, a great astronaut like uh, what they have there in uh, Arizona. So anyway, there's some of my um, thoughts. <laughs> Just seeing Trump declare that he's the president of law and order when he's the most criminal president in so much so that we actually impeached him. <laughs> to, to say that he's the president of law and order is a joke. Just astounding. And I hope people wake up and see what's going on. Uh, I'm hoping see people see that he is a demagogue. And his his followers are a cult. And it's time that everyone stood up. In fact, if I had half a brain in the, in the GOP, I'd stand up and say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. If we could just get two or three senators to stand up and call him out and say, bullshit, we're not doing this anymore. If you got all of the senators and all the House Republicans to, to call him up and go, we're not doing this anymore, either knock it off or stop it, he'd have to stop. He's a coward. He's a bully who's usually a coward. So he'd just go, oh, okay, all right, uh, I'll just get along with everybody, okay? You would have complete control of him. But no, no one wants to take that and risk their, their money. They're willing to sell America out for uh, their own money and pride and uh what they think is a legacy but they're gonna be they're gonna be um you know the, the funny thing is I, I it makes me angry because i know what's gonna happen and it should be illegal but all these republicans are gonna write books afterwards like um 
uh, what's his face, who was the House Speaker for, for Pelosi, they write these books that'll be like, oh, all along I, I hated what Trump did, and I, I really wasn't a part of it, and I was disgusted by it, you know, but I spoke out and did nothing, and but now I've got a book, so, so now I'm going to tell you, oh, I was against it the whole fucking time. Yeah, man, yeah. No one finds Christ on prom night, right? It's, a, it's only after the victims... Uh, raped, abused, and killed that you're like, I, I didn't want to be involved with any of that. It wasn't me. It was the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. Anyway, so that's uh, my story. I'm sticking to it. We're going to see how this unravels. Hopefully the protests calm down. Um, I'm concerned about the protesters largely because a lot of them were minorities, and God knows, God, if they get COVID-19, that gets worse. That just makes things worse for their communities, et cetera, et cetera. We're already seeing huge outbreaks of COVID-19 uh, across the nation in a lot of the Republican states. Um, there's more deaths to come. Uh, sometimes the, I mean, it's just escalating. Uh, fortunately, New York is going down, but all the other states are just escalating like crazy. And states just keep opening up like, so there you go. Anyway, guys, implore everyone that you know in your family, in your friendship circles to register to vote. Get them the applications. Get them registered. Get them to the voting booth. Uh, order your absentee ballots. I order absentee ballots every year because I don't have to wait in line. So, and plus, I like to be able to sit down and read mine. So, order your absentee ballots ahead of time. You know, you're not going to be standing in line. Um, the COVID-19 is probably going to still be with us in November. Uh, maybe we'll have some vaccines. Maybe we'll have some inoculations. But even then, you're not going to want to catch this disease. And you don't want to stand in line. Uh, I think there's going to be the largest turnout for voting that there has ever been. So those lines are going to be hellacious. The Republicans are going to do everything to make it as miserable as possible. Close as many voting booths, et cetera, et cetera. So get your absentee ballots now. Uh, most states, it's just fine to get them. So get them, request them. Voting is your right. Use it. If you don't vote, <laughs> you're the problem. And if Donald Trump wins again, it's your fault. It's the same reason he's president. The people who didn't show up to vote, the people who, who were disgusted by him and decided not to vote at all, are the reason he's president. So... If you didn't show up to vote in 2016 or you voted for Donald Trump, you're the problem, okay? And if you want to get upset and you want to protest in the street, it's your fucking fault, okay? The blood of everyone who's died under this president is also on your hands. So give a damn. It's a, it's a shame that, that more people in this country don't vote. And this is probably the most consequential vote that will ever happen. Anyway, sorry, I'm on a ramp. That's what I think. Uh, you know, he's talking about uh, invoking the resection at, insurrection app uh, so that he can deploy more active U.S. duty troops to America. This is crazy, guys. This is our rights, and they're being taken away and burned, and he's doing it right in front of us. And you need to believe it's as evil or as bad as it is, and probably worse behind the scenes is what he really wants to do. 
So anyway, thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys. Go to thecvpn.com, subscribe to the show, go to Chris Voss Podcast Network, and subscribe to the show. Go to youtube.com, forward slash Chris Voss, subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel over there. You can see like 3,500 videos over there, so it's pretty cool. And I appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to give us a like on the iTunes and a good referral, and we'll see you next time.